you were ever able to get inside my mind and hear my thoughts, you would understand very quickly that they fray in a bunch of different directions. Professionally, I was a hockey player and now I'm a coach. So one would think that that's what I live and breathe, but that's not the case at all, actually. Though I love what I do, there is so much outside of the game that I'm hugely passionate about. I love music, guitars, motorcycles, the arts, and I've even come to love history and geography through my travels, if <laughs> you can believe it. My podcast is about all of these things, and I speak with some really cool people that I've met throughout my career and let the conversation kind of take off. So join me inside my brain and welcome to my Motley Thoughts. My guest today, I'm super pumped about uh, to have on the podcast. He's actually, get this, he's actually the first person on my pod that I coached. So this should be cool. Born in Slovakia, he came over to Canada to play junior hockey, um, was drafted in the second round by Colorado Avalanche in 2001. He went on to play pro for 17 years, I think, with um, the Colorado organization, along with Montreal, Winnipeg, LA, and Tampa. Uh, He's a fellow Olympian and an all-around awesome guy. Um, And it gives me great, great pleasure to welcome my dear friend, Mr. Peter Budai. Thank you very much, Dusty. Thanks for having me on. This is going to be great. I'm very excited. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. Actually, this was this one is a little different. Did you um, did you know I had stats on? I did not know that. I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Actually, speaking of stats, I just texted him. I was just thinking about him. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see that one. That must have been amazing. That must have been so cool. Well, uh, all I'll say is uh, I don't know why because he's an idiot, but it was my most downloaded podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty funny actually that I knew it first of all I didn't think he'd do it so when I had reached out to him he he shot me back as some sarcastic dickwad text. <laughs> and then he he's like I'll think about it no he goes I'll have to get back to you on that one and he never did for a few days and all of a sudden he he texted me he goes so when are you doing this thing and then I set it up and I, I knew if I had him on, it would be constant. He's a great storyteller. He's hilarious. Oh, and of course, it's exactly how it went down. And he ripped on me so much. He he made some jokes about, you know, me not wanting to put in the long hours. <laughs> and, and all I did was go to lunch with booths and, and cows. <laughs> yeah, I can I can totally see it with Stacy. Stacy. That's he's he's so he's so great of saying the story. He's very captivating. Like he the way he oh, say yeah. it, like it just it just like it, it captures you and you want to listen to it. You're like all ears. Like it's it's amazing. Like I love the the Stutzy Stutzy would be amazing. I need I need to download that podcast, man. Yeah. I gotta watch it, man. That's gonna be amazing. If there's one of the one, actually the I did a few good ones. There's there's some everybody's interesting in their own way, but the Stutz one was, was a lot of fun because it was just he's one of those guys that you can kind of let take control of the conversation. And that's not a bad thing, but, and I kind of ripped on him. I'll like the podcast actually it went on forever. And I looked at the time and I was like, Oh my God, we're like an hour and 45 minutes. And we hadn't even looked at <laughs> and the time. And, and uh, he had, I think he had to go to the can or something. Finally, <laughs> we had to shut it out. 
everything works for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was time. Okay. So here's the thing, man. I, I, I told you before we started the pod that I was going to try and multitask here and, and do an Insta live. Well, um, I'm doing this pod and I, first of all, I've never done an Insta live, so I have no idea checking connection. Man, this, these, these social media, man, you either have it or you don't, man. I, I haven't struggled with it so much. Like I have to like YouTube videos, how to do this and how to put everything together. And some people just get it so easily. Like, you know, like it's crazy. Like some people just get it so easily. It's, it's a, it's a work for me. Like, it's literally like, if I want to do something with social media, man, like I have to like figure out what to do, what to say, like how to set it up, like, you know, how to approach people, you know, like everybody needs a different approach, but there's that like social media approach that some people just gets it, you know, like, it's, yeah. you know, I, I always, I always love the interaction of like, a, you know, face to face, you know, I always feel like that is the way. And I mean, this is face to face, but it's not like you're sitting at the, you know, at lunch at the Starbucks or something like that, or like, you know, when you're personally face to face. So this is a very unique thing. So I got to learn from you how you do this. So it's a pretty cool thing. You know, every excited. time, every time I watch your Instas and stuff, I'm like, I keep texting your wife and say, Hey, you got to teach this kid how to freaking do freaking I have no, I have no idea. Like, I mean, it doesn't, like my wife said, like I post something on the Insta. And my wife is like, are you serious? I'm like, was that bad? Like I really has, I have no idea how to capture the people. Cause I'm trying to be just like, you know, I'm honest to the point. That's it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk. <laughs> I actually, I'm on here. I got on the, I got on the Insta here and um, hang on a second here. Oh, it's a few people saying hello. There are just a few coming on here. But it's um it, it's a really uh interesting thing. Me too. Like, and I'm I would say I'm a little more tech savvy than you, but for uh, sure, absolutely. But uh to to turn something into like for example, just this podcast to get it going and stuff, it was like a bit of a an ordeal for me because man, there's a lot of moving parts. But uh, it's been a, it's been a ton of fun up to this point. It actually has kept my sanity a little bit with what was going on, you know. Oh, yeah. It seems like it's still going on. It's like never ending, you know. Like it's it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I was going to ask you, you you moved to Arizona. Mm -hmm. Where boats? Uh, I live uh, I live in Gilbert area, you know. So it's like uh, maybe like 30, 40 minutes from Scottsdale. And and uh, it's like a smaller place, but it's, 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 it's really cool. Very nice. It's a good neighborhood, good school. Um, you know, the ice ring from Gilbert from, to me is only like seven minutes drive, not even five minutes drive. So it's like right here. So if I want to do a lesson or something like that, it's pretty close. And it's kind of more centrally located, like all the other rings around, they're within like 25 to 30 minutes away. So it's not oh, yeah. bad because there's like, yeah. So there's like a, the longest one is basically uh, the Scottsdale, the, the junior coyotes where actually my son plays because he's playing on double a team because when we originally come here we came a little bit late so everything was already moving so and my parents-in-law had a place uh close to that ring so we were able to you know sign him up while we were staying with my parents before i found a place to live and then me and my wife talked about it and this was a cool spot for you know for like more family like i think scottsdale is amazing don't take me wrong but it's kind of it's kind of like a little Little, little Manhattan Beach, you know what I mean? Like it's more, 
it's busy and stuff like that so it's it's super busy and you know me as a person i don't i don't need that (laughs) i don't need that i don't need that as much um have you seen biz i've talked to him a few times i have not seen him personally he i've seen his podcast i was actually um chatting maybe possibly going to one uh but i've never i haven't seen him yet personally but we've we've chatted a few times so it's uh that same time I told you that I asked Stutz to mm-hmm. come on the pod, I was like, you know what, tell us that I text Biz and I said, hey, I know this is a long shot and I know you're probably super busy, but uh, doing this podcast now and I'd, I'd uh, love to have you, have you on. And I thought I would get crickets and he texted me back 30 seconds later yeah. and said, 100% in. And <laughs> I was like, no shit. I said, oh, awesome, man. But I really, I knew, I'm not surprised by this or angry, but he, it's been now f- a few weeks because every week it keeps getting pushed because he's like, dude, I'm, I'm just so swamped. He's got a lot, he's got lots going on. Like, yeah. You know, the, the, the way he has his business and everything else and all the, you know, the bar stools and everything else. What's oh, new, yeah. It's, it's, it's so busy. And right now we live in an era that, the barstool is probably one of the most watched thing, you know, that they, man, they have a, they have fights on TV from barstool guys. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, you know, like boxing matches and all the oh, stuff. It's in, like it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's huge. It's, it's huge. Crazy. It just blew up. Like, it's like they, whatever they touch, you know, it works. So I bet he's really busy with everything else. Um, but I know that business probably on his phone all the time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he, that's why we get the respond right away. Me too. I actually texted him like when I first moved here and I haven't talked to him for like a month. And, I texted him, I'm like, what's up, man? We're moving to Arizona and everything else. And he's like, yeah, you know, just uh, what's going on? You know, yeah, let's get you on the podcast and everything else. But I think he's got so much going on. You know, it's hard for him to like coordinate stuff because, you know, stuff happens very quickly and stuff in the sports world and everything else, what he's involved with, like happens a lot. So he needs to stay on top of that. So it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely time consuming for him to to be doing that. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I, I knew that. I told him, I said, hey, man, don't, because he, he's apologized a couple of times now for pushing it back. I, I said, any whenever you can, it's I understand, because I could tell he, the way he texts me too, he was like, he's trying to balance his life a little bit. Mm-hmm. So of all people, I, I get that. I, I, I understand. So just hopefully if we ever get the chance, because I know it would be pretty funny if I get him on. <laughs> Oh, that would be that would be, that would probably the that would probably beat Stutzy for downloads for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, just by a little bit. That guy's major. Yeah. He's he's major oh. for sure. If somebody can say stories, it's Stutzy, and then Biz got to beat though. I think Biz is uh, Biz is an amazing storyteller, man. Like, he's, he's funny. Hey, I was going to ask you. Uh, this might be a little bit too much for you to take on. <laughs> Let's try it. You don't ever know. Maybe do you I'll have say, yeah, Do but... you have your phone? I do have my phone. Yeah. So what's up? If you if if you go on my Insta right now on your Insta, okay, Let's uh, see. It, it should or or just on the top where the stories are, my stories should show mm-hmm. up that I'm alive, maybe. Yeah, I see, I see you. I'm on live right now. Yeah, I see you right now. Yeah, there you go. So I think I see this part. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. Oh, there you are. Request to join, right? Is Can, that it? Yeah. Send, send request? I think so. <laughs> I got to send you. Yeah, there you go. I send it to you, so you should have it. View request. 
go live. There you go. I think I should be live. Waiting for Budai. There you go. Holy shit. The things work, man. We are like a, we're like 1950 people trying to figure out the internet, man. Well, 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 a few people had signed and then left because I think it's it was weird. Um, you couldn't uh, you could only hear me talking. Yeah, I couldn't hear you, so it was kind of a waste for them to be on my Insta. Can they hear me right now too? Yeah, they can. I had to I had to I had to mute my phone a little bit because I didn't want it to like. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like. Yeah, yeah I could, same. I could hear both as well. I mean, I got to do that too. I think if we just hear each other on one thing, I think we'll be fine on the other one. Yeah, there you go. Oh, somebody said Ahoy Pechko. Oh, that was in Slovak. <laughs> Sorry. Like what? The... It, you know, it's kind of funny because like with the pods, people can't see on the pods. So sometimes when I re-listen and then I edit, I have to edit out stuff because there's all kinds of long long pauses and then if you ever or i'm a podcast listener now so whenever i listen to a podcast that has tons of pauses and stuff it really yeah gets on me but hey do you have that too what on your wrist oh whoop yeah all the time man i, I didn't i've been doing it since i was in tampa man. no like, way think, yeah i've been doing it for a long time man I've been doing it since like they first came out, like long time ago. Well, actually, Alex Killorn uh, from Tampa, I think one of his, uh, because the people from Harvard made it, like they, they went to Harvard school to do that, did it originally, I guess, right. or somehow. So right. he knew the people that were doing it. So basically I I was just talking about, yeah, but like, it's it's awesome. I, I enjoy it. I, I like it a lot. You know, I actually keep looking at it, uh, like the strain and the sleep and, all the stuff that is going on, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of athletes do that. And I think, uh, I think it, it can be pretty captivating. Like you get really sucked into it and you kind of listen yeah, to it, yeah. but if you do listen to it, I do feel like you can recover better and you can get some good stuff, you know? So whoop, if you're listening, you know, throw us a couple, <laughs> couple of stuff for free, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, funny thing is I, I heard about it on the pod on, um, I think I was listening to Joe Rogan yeah. and, uh, and he just raved about it. And I was like, for me, uh, the biggest seller was the whole sleep thing because yeah, I have a sh I have shitty sl sleep patterns. I mean, pretty much everybody, like, I mean, you know yourself, like, you know, with living the athlete's, athlete's life and everything else, either if you're a coach or player, I think the, the sleepless nights and everything else, like those are, the, those are the tough ones, you know, I think that, you know, you push your body to limits and, you know, it's something that is pretty cool that, you know, as I said, you know, I, I was trying to explain to my wife, you know, how that works. Sometimes you can sleep for six hours and have a better recovery than sometimes you sleep eight, you know, so it, it just, it's just very difficult. It's like very, it's a very unique for everybody, you know, and everybody is good, but I think this, this machine is pretty good. Like I like it, you know, it's, I enjoy it. I've been doing it for a while. Yeah. yeah. I've only had it a, a two, three months, but it, it really has helped me and kind of once I get onto something, I kind of get a little bit crazy with it so like i'm i'm always <laughs> obsessed obsessed <laughs> <laughs> i'm like holy shit man i gotta go to bed because uh, it tells you what you know how many hours you you should get and stuff and then it also has helped my training because i was getting really 
old man workouts like it, it, it was getting really bad like i was like ah fuck i don't know if i want to even go in are you kidding are you kidding me when i did the, the push-up challenge man you crushed me man <laughs> because you weigh 120 man i was like i have to push 210 right now you know getting some poundage man i'm like you're kidding me it doesn't matter how strong you are you just like you get down it's hilarious <laughs> i see a lot of slovak's names on this that's awesome tampa bay lightning fan page oh awesome you know that's what good, I, when i did your intro um, I, mm-hmm. I write some stuff down for your intro and mm-hmm. I, so I, and then I read it back to myself before. So I think I can get it down properly. And every time I saw you, where you're from, and I, I wanted to say souvlaki every single time I, I kept saying, that's a, that's a food, that, that's a Greek food, isn't it? <laughs> I kept saying, I couldn't help it. So, oh, so. come on, England. Like you speak Japanese, it's the hardest language to, to do anything with. Like, you know, yeah. it's the hardest language probably to learn with all the all the letters and everything else, the pronunciation. You gotta be able to do that easily, man. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of Japan, speaking of Japan, I did make a, a couple of things I wanted to talk about for sure with you. And during our time together, you uh, you always kept, every time you wanted to bring up, man, we gotta go to Japan, we gotta go to Japan. Me and you, Japan, we gotta go. But I told you, I said, we, it's not a place for you and I now. <laughs> it was a great I know what place. you mean by that. I know what you mean by that. You know, is that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, it, maybe things have changed over there, but it was a definite man's world over there back when I played. But it, it, it is kind of neat because your connection, um, your family, your wife, yeah. and her family, uh, Taylor's as Japanese uh, it's her mom is, is her mom is half and her grandmother is 100 yeah. percent. okay so okay. she's she she's like 100 percent Japanese so okay. and like I we met we have a couple of relatives over from from Japan from her side of the family obviously and they came over here and they're super cool people and they they always invite us but you know we actually were maybe planning to go there last year but I guess everything just fell apart with all this stuff going on but you know I think uh uh once it gets better and you know everything opens up a little more you know i think they would definitely like to go visit and check it out you know especially even for my kids you know that's that's their heritage too and i i do believe that you know it doesn't matter where you're from you know i think you know you, you gotta you gotta be proud of it you know so i, I always tell taylor you know you know we have to show the kids you know obviously you know slovakia you know go there or if you want to go to japan you know see their heritage and everything else you know i think it's important to know what they're mold from you know it's 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 pretty cool and you know every every culture can bring certain elements that the other culture can't you know that's the that's the beauty of it so i think uh it would be really cool to go to japan man i would really love to you know it would be awesome it it's actually every time we had people come over and visit um they always said it was the best vacation uh they've ever had and it's everybody 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 says that i honestly and it's not because I'm talking to you or whatever. Yeah. My wife is, you know, part Japanese, has nothing to do with it. But it's got literally every person that went there, either for a business or I know actually a pilot who is a, and uh, he, he said, every time I flew to Japan, I stayed there. You know, it was, it was just amazing. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a, it's a very different, different world that, you know, a lot of people don't experience, especially on the West side, you know, so it's, it's very, uh, it's very different, you know, so it would be really cool to go. I would love that. Yeah, no. It, it actually, we got a question. Hold on. I got a question here. Favorite city to play in? Peter, favorite city to play in? And then there's a, 
was in Montreal side, so I should probably say Montreal, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Never mind. Uh, never mind. Yeah, I mean, favorite city to play. Sorry that I'm jumping. No, no, in. answer. Go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, Montreal was amazing to play. I always say we always have it like. Well, I talked to a couple of the people that either play or you know play NHL, not in Montreal, maybe against Montreal, but. If you do not get up for the game in Montreal, even if you're away or home, you don't like hockey because that yeah. atmosphere for like playing the game right. is just spectacular. It's like the people live and breathe. So I would say Montreal, but you know what? I got fortunate because I live really, you know, played for the teams that that really great fan base, and it was just you know it's it's a Montreal like you know Colorado is great, you know it's amazing, you know, and it's special because I got drafted there. But LA is great, you know, Tampa, you know. I know people always say Florida is not as fun to play and everything else, but I have to say that Tampa is an amazing fan base. You know, I think that their owner does a great job with the um, with the community. Yeah. And you know, before obviously Tampa won the Super Bowl right now, so and Tom Brady's there and everything else. And, and it's uh, but before that, I think the hockey was the number one sport there. Like it was so cool, yeah. you know, and everything else. But now they're getting better with everything else. Like you got the Rays, you got the Bucks, you know, you got. But Lightning always had a very strong base there. So even Tampa was great. So I got fortunate that I played for very great cities, you know, so it was fun. That's cool. I guess, you know what I should probably say? I, I should probably give a little intro as to some for the people that don't know us as a, as a, yeah. as friends uh, and our, our history together. Um, give a little intro on that. Our, Peter and I, our relationship started um back in 2014-15 uh when yeah. peter got traded from montreal to winnipeg and i was in the winnipeg organization and when he came to winnipeg the team sent him to the st john's ice caps in the american hockey league where i was the development coach uh for the jets so we started working together that year. And then from that year, um, he became a free agent the next season and was looking for a place. Uh, and I ended up changing teams and went to LA and Peter ended up coming to LA on a tryout basis and then turned his career. because that, that was after my horrendous season that actually i was gonna guys, omit that but guys, no, no 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 you have to say that <laughs> i did not win one game the entire year in american hockey league after played well maybe eight years in my in uh in nhl i came to i came back to american hockey league i did not win one game i think i was zero nine and like i think four or five it was I looked it up. If that was a if that was a tough year, that was a tough year right there. I looked it up. I think he had more like seven OT losses because I yeah, whenever I seven OT losses. Whenever it was I crazy. whenever I get interviewed about that time, you know, in because your story is quite awesome and how you resurrected your career, uh, but ask about that year, and I was like, you know, it's funny because throughout the the beginning of that season, you were playing well, I thought. You know, you didn't look quite yeah. happy, so I, I knew something was up, but you were still playing well enough uh, to give the team a chance to win. Win a game? To win a game? <laughs> and, and you would lose 2-1, 2-3-2. Two, two, then then, but then 
you could just feel the that weight of pressure uh, on your shoulders get heavier and heavier and things just kind of got harder and harder as that year went on. And the tension in your face and your body, I could just see it pile on as the season went on. But that was a, the whole thing is, that's how we started together and went through a lot that year. And I think it made us close in that sense. And then it was just, I don't know, the, the gods work in strange ways because then you called me and said, hey, uh, you know, do you think LA would be uh, a good place to, to go? And because I just recently signed there and man, you just turned it like, not just in a short time, like, man, it, it turned around fast. It it did, awesome. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, it was, it's a great, I got, I got asked that a lot, you know, and usually when I do the Zoom with either goalie coaches or like people that I know, they always ask me about this, you know, like what have you changed and everything else? Cause they, I think that we live in an era that oh, everybody wants to have a like, kind of like a secret, you know, secret potion, what changed, you know? And, right. you know, I, uh, I always tell them, you know, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't something that changed with my game. It was more mental. You know, I think that, and I always tell them that when I was in St. John's, as you said, you know, I, I don't think I played really bad, but my, my, my mental game, my, my focus was wrong. You know, I was, I was focusing on the wrong things and, and you helped me out with that because you, you helped me understand it, especially when I came to LA as a walk-on, I didn't have a contract or anything like that, but it was, you know, I was focusing on getting back to NHL instead of just playing the game. And that took away from huge from me to focusing on the right things. You know, I was just focusing on other guys, how they're playing. Oh, this guy had a bad game. They're going to call me up and all these, all this crap that like piled up mm -hmm. and you can get away. You can get away from it afterwards. You know, you try to, and you know, a lot of people say to you, Oh, we, you know, I don't pay attention to stats and everything else. That's a lie in my opinion. Because everybody, yeah. everybody wants to, you know, like I, I love these young goalies. They say, oh, I, I just go out there and play. I don't pay attention to it. No, you do pay attention. To <laughs> don't tell me. You, you go to your stat sheet. You go to other guys' stat sheet. You compare. Yeah. Like that's 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 nature of people. But I think that was the big thing that, you know, when I came to LA, I, I literally thought that could be my last year ever being in an NHL dressing, even for a camp. Like I had nothing. Like that was probably the worst year one of the worst years that you can probably get as a goalie. I think there's not a, yeah. you know, it, I didn't have any good thing from that year except right. just battle it through, you know, just like we did, you know, and we put in a good work together. And, you know, I think Alibug was with us and uh, <clears throat> Connor was great. You know, he, he worked hard too. And we, we had a lot of chats with him too. And, and mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of credit to you for that, you know, to understand, to, to help me understand the, there's certain situations that you can't control and yeah. you know, we are, we, as a people, we hate that. Like, I think yeah. in general, like we're very, we're very controlling, but also we're very short-sighted. You know, we, we only, we can, we don't know what's going to happen. So right. and then you help me kind of get the perspective back to kind of like just focus on, um, on just playing the game, you know, just yeah. don't worry about anything else and just play the game. And that, that helped me out a lot. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have done it without you. That's why, Oh, uh, that's why I always thank you and I always, always <laughs> pump your tires, but not because, just because, but because that is actually the truth. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it's easier from, even for myself too, to see looking as uh, from an outside perspective, <clears throat> looking back at, at how things went with your, you and myself. And 
the, the, the move to LA, the, the, the opportunity in LA, the reason why I believe you change things around so drastically so fast. And some of it was, you know, we talked about it, like, when you were planning to come, I said, I, I honestly believe that you could totally become the best Peter Buddha you've ever been, but you needed to uh, leave um, your accomplishments and your past at the door and start fresh. And like, you need to earn it as a new young, excited hockey player. And the fact that you, you, you did take uh, full credit to you. You did take the, 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 uh, the challenge on, but it was, it was the, the fact that you had lost all opportunity. Uh, you lost, you had no contract. You really, it kind of forced your hand to start again uh, in that sense that when you got to LA and we, we, we started off on, in, on a positive note too, that you, we were already connected and th- all that coupled together just led you to be able to just go whoosh, skyrocket back to where you wanted to be. It was, it was so fun for me to watch. And uh, I learned, I, everybody asked me, like I learned from every single guy, everyone, like when I had Hutch, Helly, all the other goalies too, like Okanora, different guys that didn't make, you know, the NHL or whatever, and then moved on to, to you and, and soup. And, but when I had you, I learned, I, I made some big strides because I realized the power of kind of how I did things uh, can help. Uh, Cause I really focused on you, <laughs> what was going on in your pumpkin in your head, because <laughs> I watched it all the year before. And, and it was almost like you self-sabotaged yourself because the your game was there. It wasn't like you, your your body wasn't moving right anymore. Or you were getting too old. It wasn't like that. I could just see you, and you would want to get out on the ice more. <laughs> I remember <laughs> in St. John's, you used to be like, "Yeah, we let's get out early. Let's get out, stay out late. Let's do this. Let's do that." And I'm like, "Okay, dude, you got to pull it back here." <laughs> Yeah, you got to get the hell out of the ice. You know, just like, get to I used rest, to tell you, know? you that all the time. I know. You're like, get out. I'm like, what? Why? Why? <laughs> You'd be playing. You'd be the, the starter, and you would want to stay out longer than even Helly or, or or every other player. And I'd be like, dude, you got to get off, man. Just chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely what you said. Like, you know, it's a, it's a different – it's a – as you said, I was forced to do start over, you know, and nobody wants to do it because, you know, uh, you start feeling like, oh, yeah, I already paid my dues and everything else. And that was kind of like when I went to L.A., I had to really start over. I had to put myself, you know, you're back in minors. You got to start over, start with a new sheet, clean sheet, because especially sports are it's a very it's a very it's a business of what have you done for me lately? You know, it's got nothing to do. Uh, your past or everything else that you have to keep proving yourself keep keep going and keep pushing and once you have this as you said like uh, the accomplishments that i've done uh, creep in your mind then you should think that you should do well but it's not like that you know sports change very fast and it just it changes changes your uh, point of view after you have a few years under the belt and then 
when I went to LA, I literally was going there with, you know what? Start over, start from the new. This is like a new training camp, like a new kid coming to the training camp, and that's it. I and it really helped me to to develop that. That and then when I start playing games, the games become. I was just, I wasn't there because yeah, I, I should be there. I was there just to be. I was happy to play. I was happy to have a chance to play again, meaning, just take that one game as another chance of me playing you know, with the big boys, you know, it was just, it was just great, you know, so I, I kind of put myself, as you said, mentally to the beginnings, you know, start over and start fresh and start, start with the clean sheet again. So it was, right. it was, it was cool. It was a cool situation. So we have more, uh, we have yeah. more questions. Here. Yeah. I saw there's one from a lightning fan uh, yeah. page and they wanted to know uh, a tip from you. Foods, uh, on <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Tip for uh, you, like about the future NHL goalie. Yeah. What should I do? And yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's, a that's, a, that's a that's a toughest question you can probably ask. You know, it's a it's a question for uh, that people have been asking for years. I mean, <laughs> years. If there is one thing that you can pinpoint, what oh, would it be? God. And there is not there is not a one thing, guys. Like you know, I think it's a combination of everything. You know, it's a combination of obviously. I think the the dedication is the number one thing, you know, you gotta, you know, like you, it's, it's the hardest thing to do. You know, I do it with my boy, you know, my son, and it's tried to explain 10 year old that sometimes you do everything for it and it doesn't work at the time that you are expecting it to work and to persevere and keep going. I think that is, I think in my opinion, that is, if I can pick one, which is, there's many, many other aspects that come into play, but I think uh, we expect if we put in a work, we need a reward after the work, but we need, we want that reward in our time. And when we, when we want it, when we are expecting it, but that never happens in life. That never happens in sports either. You just have to keep going and keep pushing. In my opinion, that uh, you might not see results of your hard work for weeks, sometimes even for a month sometimes even for the entire year but those 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 results of your hard work the fruit of that hard work will always come but you just have to keep going you know there's a lot of guys and i'm sure that in your career and everything else and coaching career playing career you knew that there's a lot of guys that i've seen them work so hard so much and then at one point they just stopped working and they realized they're like well you know what this doesn't work anyways it's over but they were this close to that step if they kept working, maybe that, that door would open really like you're hoping for. So I think just the dedication to the game, dedication to your dream and just, just keep going and, and, uh, and don't, um, if you see failure sometimes that everybody have experienced that there's not a one person in the world that haven't. So I think it's just a dedication, commitment and perseverance. You know, I think perseverance and uh, as Dusty were talking about, and he can tell you, you're going to run into a lot of obstacles. So if you don't persevere, those obstacles are going to, you know, win over you. So you just have to keep yeah. going. I think. A good answer. I think along with that would be very helpful for, for whoever trying to achieve whatever, not just goalies, but I think exactly. if, if you go, if you go about whatever you're doing, whether it be goalies or whatever, and, and, and you're doing it because um, you, you have a passion for it and you love it. Uh, make sure that's your focus. Uh, that'll help you get through all the shit times. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, because there's, there's quite a bit of shit. 
<laughs> as you get going. Uh, and that's what kind of separates a lot of people. It, it weeds out the, 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 the herd as you move along because a lot of people can't take a lot of this shit or don't know how to deal with it. But if you stay focused on uh, the love of the game or whatever it is you're doing, and I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. If you focus on, like you said, how you were that one year, focusing on the outcomes and where you needed to get to, you lose focus of the whole fact of why you're doing what you do. And I, it's not always going to work. Even if you love what you do, you're not automatically going to be an NHL hockey player, but it'll give you the best opportunity to do uh, what you, to, to reach your goals and if you're doing it, I told Supi this multiple times as, as he went along, because it would go up and down, up and down. And, and uh, I said, if you, if you're having it, if you love it, if you're loving it, uh, at the end of the day, if you don't become the NHL superstar, number one Stanley Cup winner, and you still love your life and yourself and, and having a great time doing it and they're thankful and, and have gratitude, It'll all be good. And then it turns out that helps you play better, you know, Exactly. but it's not necessarily up front in your face, um, methodical. I got to do this. But if you really start to believe that better things happen along the way, it's not a guarantee, but it's a, a better path. They got a, I, I looked at our Insta here. We had another one. Someone asked me, Dusty, are you going to e-bug for the Kraken? <laughs> <laughs> uh emergency backup for the kraken i well if they want a 50 year old backup then yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they had another dusty, I saw, <laughs> what? i believe dusty's actually 50 that's that's ridiculous because he looks 25 <laughs> you know and you should see him move in net still get these young bugs you know understanding that it's not that easy last year when i was in in russia the, the k it was I, I skated four times more than I ever did in the other years. It was like, I skated quite a bit and uh, I got, uh, I started to get some of it back, but man, my body, it started it was taking a toll. It, it was, was taking a toll. It was taking a toll, man. I, I got maybe a one, if I, well, if I land another job, uh, I, one or two more years of, of strapping her on for, for the, for the boys. There's another question they, they had for you boots. I saw here, um, asked about Flanders. Oh yeah, I saw that about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's 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 a, it's a goofy story, but like when I was uh, my first my first year in NHL, when I made NHL, uh, I didn't know what to put on my mask, and uh, the assistant equipment manager was uh, Terry Gear at the time, and uh, you know he always called me Ned, and I'm like I didn't know anything, I didn't know what. <laughs> Like I didn't watch Simpsons. I had no idea, you know. So and and uh, he he said, "Why don't you just put him on a mask?" I'm like, "That's just stupid." Like, come on. So I just put him as a small logo here, and then uh, my painter um, David Gunnarsson, you know, he paints a lot of guys' masks, you know, and he's right. from Sweden. And he says, "Oh yeah, I got a great response from the people, from the fan side, and everything else." So we just start putting it on. But basically, he said like, "I called you that," and nobody ever called me that because of like ever. It was just him. And the reason why he 
he was just saying basically that you're always happy, you're always smiling, you're always excited, you know, to be there. You know, there's, I, I, he's like, I haven't seen you have a bad day. And when he was grouchy or whatever, and I just, you know, have a smile on my face to the point that he was annoyed by me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you're like just that guy, you know? <laughs> so I kind of, I kind of understood that because I kind of watched the episodes afterwards and it was, it was kind of fun. That's actually a good story. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a very story. Nobody ever called me that. Like, I didn't even know. I swear to you, I didn't even know what Simpson was. You know, I just came and like, I mean, I've seen it on TV and stuff. I never watched it. So I didn't even know. I know, you know, Homer and, you know, Bard and all these characters. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, I never watched it till like, because I don't think Ned is in every episode either. So no. it's like, it just, it just pops up now and then. So it's like, I had no idea. So, <laughs> but then yeah. he kind of explained to me. So it kind of, uh, it was yeah. kind of funny. So. I just thought it was cool that um, I'm big on whatever masks you use. They're, they're, I like when people stick with something that's them uh, and they, you know, change the design a little bit, but there's the theme stays the same. Cause Spider-Man, right? Right. And, and nowadays there's, everybody's got a different mask for every game, for every special game for every you know it's, every jersey every jersey is a different ridiculous. mask you know? yeah it's ridiculous it's it's unreal that they get all those but but i just what the reason why i fell in love with goalies was the mask is like that's who they were it was like when they took that's their your mask stand. Off. that's I your stand. Even, yeah i didn't even know who, you didn't even know who half these guys were if they didn't have their mask on it was like a superhero kind of thing that that's who they were the mask was who they were now everybody switches their masks so often they don't have that identity there's not many anymore really like broder he had the same mask all the eddie eddie the eagle had yeah. always the same you know not the eddie the eagle the jumper but <laughs> at belfort you know just for the new generation at belfort had the eagle forever like he had an eagle in dallas he had an eagle in chicago he always had it right like it, it's it never changed you know so i agree with you you know i think i think uh we live in a world that we want them to like uh, make other people more satisfied with what they want, you know. And I think okay. sometimes it's, I think it's important, you know, like the, 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 if you have a stamp of yourself, and I'm not saying that the mask gonna make you something, but it's something that is unique to you, you know. That's a, that's one of the pieces of gear, as you said. It's it's so unique for a goaltender, you know. Like I, you always want to have certain things, you know. Like I, yeah, I put net on it, but like I, like I always had like my my back plate of the mask, I always did the way I want to, you know, I always told my designer, I'm like, yeah, toss in a net there, whatever, put little things there. But if you can, certain things I want to put there, it is going to be mine. You know? Cause that's like, as you said, it's like your, you know, it's your expression of like who you are, you know, like what I mean? So I think it's, right. it's, a, it's a cool, cool piece of gear that a lot of, a lot of kids actually Actually, a lot of kids fall in love because of the gear and because of the mask. So, you know, it's a, well, that's that's a really the, cool thing. That's the whole reason why I did. The whole... <laughs> I, speaking of gear, I I actually wrote it down. I was like, I got to... Bauer is the best and Vaughn is not. I got to bring it up. I'm just kidding. Vaughn, I'm just kidding. I got to bring it up. As much as Peter and I are close and uh, I love boots, but... And I'm totally... Totally open uh, goalies, <laughs> however no, they want. Uh, I everyone knows that about me. I got no issue. I got all kinds of different goalies. So Helly played one way, Boots played another way, Soupy, but the gear. 
his boots gear and I had no problem in telling him this every year he he wore this gear and I hated it hated it I was like you gotta switch and he was like never <laughs> never switch well you know what I've tried it once so I went to when was it 2000 it was last year it was um so I went to uh I was doing a camp with the LA local you know team they had some kids and they asked me to do some goaltending so I went over right after I retired and then Ontario Rain had a practice and I think it was during the all-star when Martin Ferg scored he shot like 109 shot and they had a day off and I was there during the camp and they didn't have a second goalie because uh, Cal had off and they just had a backup and those guys that played all-star game they, they the Stasi gave him off so I talked to Stasi because I obviously went to see him and Stasi's like hey you want to play uh, for <laughs> practice I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't have a gear. It's like, yeah, we'll get you gear. I'm so okay. So I, I strapped on the gear and it didn't have anything. And they had a, what's the guy's now? Uh, the, who's their goalie right now? Volta. Volta. So he, his pads was there and he's got bomb pads. And I strapped on that, uh, bomb pads for one practice of Ontario Rain. And uh, <laughs> it was amazing. I have to say, you know, I never use bomb, but I really, I really liked it. I really, really, really like. I tried for and years to get you. I know, but I, 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 I'm a loyal guy. So I mean, I'm, I like my bowers. You know, they're my special thing. But you know, I have to say, I, for that one practice, those balls were amazing. So I really enjoyed that. So it was I, I did say though, the, in all the years you and I are together, the one year I did really push hard for you to get out of those ones, uh, you switched uh, to those stupid block things uh there yeah i i that was not for me it's for everybody else yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean it look, changed it how you played i was like shocked i was like it does i was like yeah this does not look right man <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a pad i need a soft pad i i, I enjoy soft pad i don't like the blocking style pad really stiff and you know i think you know it's um it's it's whatever bauer is doing right now you know they're they're a great company but you know that pad didn't right. suit me. You know it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't something that was good for me. So. It was amazing, actually, when you got that because that pad that you wore for all that time, they were not going to make it. In, and they didn't make it. You, yeah, you had to tell that story. You, you so had I had to like. Yeah. I called. Uh, was it the Hockey Monkey? I think is it the Hockey Monkey store or something like that? They had my old old pad. It's like eight years old. Speaking of that, I still have that pet. And when I go play right now with the alumni, that's what you use. I that's what I use. And uh, that pet is maybe like nine year old. Like that that pet is old. Yeah. And uh, they said uh, they're not going to make it anymore because they're making the new S ones and the Odin whatever right, the pads. Right. And I said, okay. So I called the trainer and this is like, hey, can you uh, can you buy this pet off this website? <laughs> and uh give it to me so i'm like yeah so we we bought the pad off the website and uh, and i i kept using it at the end of the for the end of it so you know actually my last game i played in those pads so it was kind of cool so it was, it was pretty funny yeah no it was amazing i was like i knew it would make a difference but as soon as you went back into the other pad it was like holy shit <laughs> he, <laughs> he definitely is, is meant to be in that pad i won't say anything more about vaughn <laughs> the um cool. we were talking offline here i mean before the pod started about your coaching 
uh, right now you've been coaching some, some younger uh, hockey players uh, in Arizona and, and uh, getting your feet wet that way. And, you know, we've talked to each other about uh, you making that step into the pro ranks and, and into the development role, kind of where I was. Um, have you, did you always know that you wanted to like, while you're playing like, yeah, okay. So when I'm done, I'm going to be a coach or, or, or did you just think I, I just want to be in hockey or, or what was when, it? When, uh, when I started with my career, starting to go to, you know, like starting to feel that, you know, I'm getting older and stuff like that. Like what's the next step. So I, I always, I always want to be part of the game. You know, I, 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 I always felt like if I wouldn't be, I would miss it. And then I feel like I can give back from my experience and everything else I've done to the younger kids. I remember when I was a kid and I know it's a cliche and everybody, you know, will say it's cheesy or whatever, but it's, uh, it's something that I remember when I was a kid, if I would have a, you know, whenever I approach a goalie or ex goalie or NHL goalie, you know, it would, it would be more interesting for me as a kid to learn from them, you know? So I, I felt like I can, I can do that. And I like the game, you know, I like to study the game. I still watch NHL. I still watch the highlights. I still, you know, when I coach right now, the the kids, I have a lot of clinics with the younger kids and I, I, I see the, um, I see the tendencies, what goalies do right now. You know, the game is evolving, you know, it's changing and the goalies have to adapt with it. So I think that I, I, I'm trying to like see what's going on and I like to study the game. You know, I like to spend time on a video and watch the game. So I always, always felt like I, I would enjoy it. That would be something I would be good at, you know? So I think, uh, I always wanted to do it, but never thought about that until like, like my last, my last like two or three years, you know, that I think that that could be something I can be good at. I can kind of contribute and something that I would be interested in. It would be fun for me. Well, I think you'd be really good at it. I think, uh, the combination of um, your dedication and how you treated the game uh, and, and your yourself as a person in, in your career, I think could translate really, really well into, into coaching. And um, I think you got, uh, you had a huge passion for the game while you played. And if you put even, half of that into your coaching i know you'll be successful i I was telling thank you appreciate that yeah i was i was telling peter off the off the air that um uh if i land a head job here in the nhl uh that him and i could maybe be a good combination and moving forward it'd be pretty cool actually to that would be super cool yeah i don't know i don't know if that i don't know if that ever happened i don't know that if there's a Head coach and assistant, like a head coach and yeah, yeah. guy. Like a, that would like be like a coach. That would be pretty cool. Like, that would be pretty yeah, cool. I, I, um, that would actually maybe be, maybe not a first. I don't know, but it would be pretty special because we seem to uh, keep getting reconnected. You know, when you left Winnipeg, it, it it didn't take long. It was like the next year we were right back together again. So. Uh, that was the funniest thing because I remember at the last meeting at the Winnipeg when we were like in St. John's when we were doing the meeting with the GMs and everything else, you're sitting there and you were talking to me afterwards like, you know, I don't have a contract right now. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going to end up. And then you text me like, hey, I'm ending up in LA and everything else. And then we talked about it. And then I was actually speaking back in the day when you, when you told me that you're in LA. You know, I kind of wanted to do that. But I was like, man, LA just 
the year before, two years before, they won a cup. They were yeah. a very good team. They have all the goalies. They just won uh, the Calder Cup, you know, with yeah. a minor team. They had two good goalies and everything else. I'm like, come on. And my agent was like, yeah, you should try it. You know, I think that's a good feeling. I'm like, come on, like, there's, there's not a chance there, you know. Like, it's like literally like they were stacked. Like, they had they had their the depth, you know. They had the really good goalies in minor league and everything else. But everything kind of fall in place. Then it actually all went good afterwards. So it was kind of everything fall in place. Like one guy yeah. got picked waivers, then the other guy got hurt, then whatever happened, happened, you know, then he had yeah. to leave. And then it's just like, they, they had all of a sudden, there was nobody else except me. So, <laughs> so it's like, and then the, the goalies in minors was like, it was me and Razor. You remember? Yeah. It was two goalies yeah. in the minors, like me and Razor. That's it. Yeah. No, it was... It, Sometimes though, but that I'm a firm believer. You call me whack or whatever, but I'm a firm believer that you, you the whole uh, law of attraction thing. You send out the good stuff, the good stuff starts to happen. Uh, and you had a different attitude that time coming around. You know, what I mean, you just were like, you know what? I'm just gonna, gonna play each uh, uh, scrimmage, skate, and in, in in the camp and have fun, play hard, do my best I can. And, and then all of a sudden one guy goes down, one guy leaves next day's out of there. And it was like, boom, Peter, you're starting. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, you might even have got a shutout the first game. Or yeah, I did. Yeah. It was the very first <laughs> game we played in. Uh, it was in, uh, uh, oh yeah, it was Bakersfield. I remember Bakersfield and Stutzy came to us like, Hey, you're going to be starting. And you know, we had, me and Razor, so I started. And I was like, man, like, and like, imagine starting the game. Like, yeah, yeah I was in a PT, I was in a PTO, uh, like a tryout contract, whatever. And then I haven't had a win in a year almost. So <laughs> it was like, oh my goodness. And now I'm going to play for a team that just want to call their cup. They lost both of their goalies. And now, you know, like, it's an expectation. So I was like, oh my goodness. But yeah, it worked out good. So, you know, we, we had a very strong team that year too. So that, that helped out a lot. So, and Stasi was doing a great job. And, you know, I, I love the way Stasi uh, was doing the, the coaching because, you know, like he understood, you know, I was, I was a veteran. I had a few years in my belt, but he, he was very straight to her. You know, I, you know how Stasi is. Like, yeah, he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't care. And like, he told me, you know, he even told me, you know, I was like, Hey, listen, I didn't like your game that day, you know, this is what we expect from you. This is, you know, he called me in the office and he did all those things. You know, he he really was straight with you, you know. Yeah. And he would he would stick to his word. Like he would literally stick to his word. He would never change something uh you know behind your back. You know, if he needed something or wanted something or do something, he would come to you, call you, talk to you. And that was really good. And I think that that can help me. I don't know how is it with the coaching or you know, sitting right next to him all the time. <laughs> I like when I just got in the office, talked to him, and then yeah. leave. Though we we were the best combination for that because he would go in, tear tear you or whoever an asshole and a new asshole, and then I'd come up, you'd come out, and then I'd go walk over, find you guys, and I'd be like, I bring you back down to earth and and pump you back up and <laughs> calm you guys down, and you'd be like, huh, it's all good. But it was like we he. He is the funniest, most intense guy, though, man. He is so intense. The um, I just got a co comment here on, on our Insta. Someone mm -hmm. here just said, oh, oh, my goodness, the best goalie I've seen. And, ooh. ooh, and the best goalie coach. 
<laughs> Thanks, Allie. If she both, you know, I'm good. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to do stuff. You know, I always talk. I always talk to my my kids. You know, and I have a five year. Now he's six now, so he he's like, "Oh, dad, you were the best goalie ever," and everything else. And I said, "Like, you know what? I wasn't the best. You know, I wasn't the best. There's a lot of great goalies, way better than me." But I always told them, you know, that I always left everything out there. At the end of the day, as you were, were, were touching up the, you know, the love of the passion for the game, you know, mm -hmm. that, that is your reward. You know, like if you love something, that first of all helps you overcome adversities, not just in sports, in anything. Mm -hmm. It's your friendship, job, marriage, anything. You know, that's the whole point of that. If you don't love something, if you just like it, it's easy to quit because you don't care for it. When you love something, you don't want to quit because you love it. You know, it's it's a it's a very different mindset. And I always tell my son, you know, like if you if you love it and you want to do it, it doesn't matter if you didn't score well, it doesn't matter if you didn't play well, it doesn't matter. But you have you have the satisfaction when you're sitting in a dressing room after the game or practice that you left everything out there. You did everything for something that it was in your power. The rest of it's gonna take care of itself, as we talked about. You know, it's something that is just the way it is you know it's that's uh, that's the part of life and it's that's why like i always tell people you know sports are sports and hockey in general it's, it's a great learning for the kids not only as a, you know be an athlete and you know you know do stuff that they love but it's a great teaching lesson for life you know it's very mm -hmm. similar to life there's going to be so many obstacles and everything else that you need to overcome in life in general and whatever you do as you said like whatever you do you want to be an engineer whatever you want to be it's yeah. always going to be some tough times that you have to face and the sports you can really like relate to it because you know as you know things in hockey happen so fast you can have you can make a spectacular save and then next shot from the red line can go in you know it, yeah. it's the reality situation or the next three shots are deflected and it's three nothing even though you're having great game and now what is going to be your response as a person as a as a player you know it it teaches you a lot it, it, it makes you grow um, as a person not just as a hockey player but also as a person to right. learn from it so it's, it's pretty cool you know I, I someone was asking me I, I did an interview a while back someone asked me about uh you know highlights you know my coaching uh so far or whatever and i i there were three three things there's so many things that stick out to me like every guy like e even the guys I, I that never say made it to the nhl uh i i enjoyed e each and every one i've had some great people um so i, I hate to single out but there were three that i i, I would bring up in in an interview and uh one was obviously uh, when um, I backed up Jonah. In, in that was that must in, have been. In, I see the picture right there yeah, behind yeah, you. Yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, that was that that was the the number one, and um, the other was uh, Soupy um, played in when he played in the All Star game and turned his career around, <laughs> similar to you, uh, uh, and then surprised me by wearing my number on his jersey awesome. that was pretty cool and then the third one was um that i got to be a part uh since you and i had been together and and went through a lot of your ups and downs uh got to be there with you at the very end um yeah. and um got to watch you 
celebrate that with your family and uh, see you retire in Ontario uh, with the rain and, and, and the Kings organization. But it, I just, that doesn't happen all the time. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you see people retire and stuff, but like, it just felt different. It, it was like, probably won't get to see that with Soupy or Cal or, or Heli or any of these guys that I've coached. You, you just, the, 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 I was very thankful, grateful that I, and lucky that I just happened to be coaching you at the end there uh, and, and got to see you play your last game. It was very special for me too. You know, I, I remember I have the picture um, of me and you hugging at the end. You know, you were there throughout my toughest times. Yeah. It doesn't happen often for a goalie coach, uh, especially with the, the game changing and becoming younger. And it, it is a very dynamic game of the personnel and have changed and everything else. Yeah. Uh, but for you being there when I had the toughest time, when I was low, uh, and then being there when I best years, you know, like, yeah. you know, the numbers I put on in, in you LA. know, with you in, in LA and the numbers I put on in Ontario, like I had 42 <laughs> wins out of like, you know, Stasi played me all the time. I, I, and then everything were winning and it was, and then at the end, it was really cool for me too, you know, and I, I and I got to cherish that, you know, and I think the Ontario organization did a great job of, um, of uh you know doing all of that i didn't even know i didn't even tell anybody i just told one of the guys ahead you know and then all the guys wear my shirts and everything it was just i was very thankful for it. they did a great job they put a video on it it was it was pretty cool and it was pretty uh pretty they fun. did do an amazing job they did an amazing job and i always tell that you know i never expected it and uh you know I got goosebumps uh, it right was, now. <laughs> yeah it was it was it was very special you know and because uh, I didn't know that they're going to do that. You know, at the end, I was just leaving the ice. And then, you know, Sutter, Satsi, you know, our captain grabbed the microphone to say something and the video came on and everything else. Yeah. Even I think we were, we were playing the Calgary farm team and they, they stayed on the ice too. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. So everything else. I think I got a question here. Somebody says like, it's like in Slovak, he says that one of my, uh, my, one of my very memorable game was versus in 2006 against Russia in Olympics. And, uh, well, I remember that game. We, we won 5-3. I think that's who scored a goal that I want to have it back. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember it was, it was a cool game. But then Gaborik scored, uh, Marion Gaborik scored uh, that, that game, two sickest goals, man. Like he just took a puck and uh, he was on the line with Hosa and Dimitra and, just took a puck and just fly down the wing and just shot a couple of times. And Ilya Brisgala was in that. So we beat that team. That was, that was pretty cool. So I do remember there, uh, you know, so it was, it was pretty good. It was, it was fun. There's another question here. I don't know if you see it. It's like, what's the number one thing a high school goalie aspiring to higher level should know? Oh, she probably didn't hear the, f the first, uh, Oh, the first part. Yeah. When yeah. we talked about it. Yeah. But we, we've talked about it so you can check it out. But, um, you know, I always said one thing about this that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, it's uh, people, as I know from my career, you know, so I played in Slovakia and I came, went to juniors. And you always think that's that you, you're working your hardest and everything else. Then you go to another level and you see there's another level 
of yeah. effort, not a level of commitment, not a level of everything else. And everything you go to higher, you realize there is more levels than you actually understand at the point when you're, let's say, in high school or something like that. So, you know, just just keep climbing. You know, I think that's uh, that's really good. So there's also a, a one more from a lay guy called the the Big Hurt, 1979. It says, do you have any superstitious ritual that you would do before a game or in net? Ooh. Do you have any superstitions, Dust, when you played? I I don't know if I would call them superstitions, but I had ritual. Habits. Yeah, think, ritual. Yeah, and and maybe if I didn't do it, I'd get a little bit pissed because I was like that mm-hmm. fucks up my mojo. <laughs> Sorry, my podcast is uh, not G-rated. I can swear, um, but <laughs> make sure you put PG on it. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, I, I did this thing, the way I, I would hit my hands and smack my pads a certain way, and it was kind of crazy. But I did it always when they would be in the D zone face-offs, in, in, in my zone for a face-off. I only did it then, but I if the ref didn't give me time to do it, I used to get so mad. <laughs> I'd be yelling at the ref. I'd legit be yelling at the ref. I said, you can't do that because it, it would screw up my mojo but i don't so is it a superstition maybe not but c- kind of i think it's kind of like a routine as you said you know I, I completely agree with that like everybody has their routine I, I i believe that if you believe in superstitions like and eventually probably gonna end up being superstitious anyway but if you believe in superstitions they can always say as you said if you don't do it it can screw your game and i always yeah. felt like <laughs> A lot of a lot of people, uh, I don't know. I felt it like I definitely think that I had a certain way that I tap my pads, and certain way I tap the post, yeah. a certain way that I stretch, certain plays where I stretch when I played, when I was backing up, you know, all these things. But I feel like if you believe in superstition, it's a uh, people people can then find an excuse. I always find like if people had a bad game, and there was a lot of superstitious people that you know in, in sports in general. And you can find the reason why you had a not a good game, you know, like if you say, oh, man, like I, I forgot to do this, you know, like you kind of like excuse yourself a little bit in the, in the head that, oh, that wasn't really my, my fault. It was just <laughs> yeah. like bad mojo, you know, like a lot of people would do because <laughs> yeah. they would kind of want to get, get themselves help to get over that little thing, you know what I yeah. mean? So, and then once you, once you win a game, you got to keep doing the same thing, you know, and I mean... Uh, Kucherov, like he would score a goal, sick goal, and he would change the stick right away. And <laughs> I was, I was asking him, like, why are you doing it, Kucher? And he's like, yeah, I don't need that stick. You know, I just want to make sure that you know I can do it with the other stick too. But that's part of a superstition too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it, yeah, it's yeah. you know, when, when you think about it, it's just a big mind game that you play with yourself and you play with uh, uh, with your psyche and everything else. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like, I, I always, uh, you know tap the post a certain way before the game starts. As you said, like I tapped the pads a certain way. I did certain stretches, you know, when I got in the net, you know, after the Zamboni went on, when we were going to play, you know, I, I scraped the ice a certain way. Everybody yeah. does that, you know, and it could look like a superstition. It's called maybe like a calming mind, but maybe it's just like a little trigger for you when you do that. Okay. The game is on and stuff like that. Everybody has to have the little switch that like, you know, yeah. get them, get them going. So. Well, if I would say the majority of professional athletes have routines because 
that's what's made them what they are. You know, yeah. you get up, you do your workouts at certain times, you go do this at certain times. So you do the same thing when you play the game. You know what I mean? It kind of yeah. sets set you up. The game changes as the game goes on. But if you stick to your routine, you kind of give yourself a better chance to, to, to play at that same level. So yeah, when people say, do you have a superstition? Probably not, but I definitely had routines for sure. Yeah. There's another question here. It says, the Peter, what's better, white cage or silver cage? I know you use both in your career. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't think it makes a big, whole lot of difference. You know, it's most of the time, like what you want to have on the Mac. Sometimes I change it because of the paint job, whatever looks better. But I I, uh, I do believe that like some people, a lot of goalies who play with a darker cages, like, you know, black cage or like a dark blue cage, you know, and I, I never tried it. I always felt like, I don't know how it, would feel but i think that you know have something lighter so you don't have to have distracted you know you had silver cage yeah there you go oh you got the big deadly bar in front i like that silver. i like that silver. silver white's ugly white's ugly it's not about the looks right <laughs> we don't care about the all about the looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're living in the world so yeah i mean it doesn't matter. I mean, Dusty likes silver. There's a lot of guys like my countryman, Yaro Halak, and I have a lot of Slovak guys here uh, on, the, on the chat. And Yaro Halak has like uh, different types of cages. You know, I've seen him, I think in, in Islanders, he uses a dark blue and he uses a different types of things. So it doesn't doesn't bother him or does anything like that. I think it's a personal preference. Yeah. You know, a lot of people wants to see the way they look. You know, and some people uh, maybe like, you know, silver cages away like you know when you when you're in the net so yeah. that's another thing i was speaking of cages i like one the whole year the first year when i retired i didn't i didn't play net the whole year i played one alumni game for colorado i think it was in Vail, and it was uh, like and then i haven't played until uh here when i was in arizona i got asked to go on the ice to skate with like austin matthews and mcdavid they had like ice here so they they asked me if I can go play for them. So that was like eight months before. But that's the one thing that was, I always felt like the gear is going to feel different. You know, like when you put on, it's going to feel kind of like, you know, awkward. Yeah. But the thing is, it was the cage, man. Like I had to get used to it at the beginning. The first practice when I put the cage on, I didn't have it for a while. That was something that was like, you know, like, oh, okay. You know what? You kind of, you got into it after like a few minutes, but the first moment was like, whoa, this is different. You know, because like <laughs> you kind of forgot that little, the whole thing. Yeah. Because when you play, you don't even know that you have a cage. It doesn't even, doesn't even seem like you have a cage. So it's like, it's like that was something that was different for me after I didn't wear a goalie mask for a long time. The, uh, I saw that actually on Instagram. It was a bit of a thing. They were like, who's that goalie in that? Because they were talking about Austin Matthews. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but like there, there'd be comments, comments there saying, yeah, that, that guy's getting lit. Cause <laughs> and then someone commented, that's freaking Peter Budai, you idiot. Yet he, he's retired now. And they're like, cause they were, they were saying it's freaking Austin Matthews and he's coming down on quick breakaways. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Like Austin Matthews said, it was pretty fun for me to like, um, experience those both guys you know they're both like yeah. you know probably like the best players in the game right now if not the best player i think yeah you know they're amazing and but it's um it's funny like you know they how they compete against each other too like you know they always try to pair up and go against each other you oh know? yes it's it's great to see you know like they they wanted to improve their game both of them you know and 
and uh it's uh it was it was a it was a great time for me you know like i you know austin has a great shot you know the mcdavid speed is ridiculous like i i it's just it's just incredible so it was it was it was great are the kids you, you said you're gonna have to go take the kids somewhere or, or pick yeah up? at 12 12 my time so it's like in like 30 minutes but i'm like five minutes away from the school by walking so i'm fine oh yeah oh yeah so, so, so a little, a little, so yeah mis- i walk mr mom a little bit right now no, no, mama, mama is here. My mama went somewhere, so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna pick up my kids. I actually enjoy picking up my kids. Yeah, it, it's the coolest thing when they come in the school bags and they see the dad or mom and yeah. they run to you. It's the it's the fun time. So it's just my younger one. My older one is the full day, and my younger one is half day. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, you know what? The, the funny thing is that that Insta thing was was pretty cool. I, it was just something. I think it worked, I, yeah. Yeah, I think. I think Next time we have to be prepared better, so we need to like tell yeah. people that we're gonna actually do this. You know, yeah. I didn't know we we're gonna do that. That's yeah. why I was just telling you. I'm like, I texted you this morning. I'm like, hey, are we gonna? Is this live or not live? So you know, right. we can we can kind of promote it a little bit. You know, get people going here. So it'll be fun. No, that's awesome, man. Hey, um, you know what? You got to get some uh, goalie things going uh, down there, and I'm gonna tell our canadian government that's essential for me to be down in arizona so you gotta come man so i can fly down and better uh, weather than vancouver right now that's for sure yeah did you hear about texas man they got like snowstorm (laughs) my buddy one of the goalies that i uh that i that i did a couple privates with he he went to the dallas uh dallas tournament and they got like man they're like crazy like no power nothing like a huge storm like it's crazy no it's yeah i heard that like it's bad not so much everyone's making jokes about it on on social media that they're whining about a little bit of snow but the the bottom line is they don't have anything to deal with that you know i mean no but they don't know like it's like it's it's texas like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so like the the power outages and we're not talking small power outages like big yeah so yeah no i actually got a text uh patty dolan there uh he's in uh, oh yeah (laughs) how is he doing (laughs) what a beauty that is i love that guy he's awesome (laughs) he's doing well actually there that guy's that guy i honestly believe from from not a hockey player to a video uh, coach, I think he's going to be a GM. I really do. He's a, he's a he understands the game. Like he's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I, I think he's, he's going to be a GM. Yeah, he's a good guy too. Like he's a very nice guy. So that's that's awesome. Plus, he's got that uh, ugly business look. You know, he looks the part like a like a <laughs> ugly GM. business look. <laughs> i hope there's no gm listening to this that's for sure that's probably why i still don't have a job well, like, i'm never gonna call this guy that's for sure uh, yeah. well, somebody asked me do you still speak slovak of course i do of course i do speak slovak come on i mean Half the questions I do. here are in, in Slovak. I'm looking I know. At, I can't even remember. I was it. trying to respond in <laughs> Slovak too, and I did. But, you know, it's, uh, I do speak Slovak. You know, my Slovak, it's funny how that works. Because, like, right now I've been in North America longer than I was in Slovakia. Because I left when I was, like, 15. And I've been in North America for uh, 23 years now. And 
when I talk to my parents, sometimes some words just come to me in English now. So my parents are like, are you kidding me? Like, you got to speak Slovak and everything else. And then when I talk to them for a while, and then I start <laughs> talking to my kids, I say something in Slovak. It's kind of like messed up, messing me up right now. So, but yeah, I do still speak Slovak. I'm going to be always Slovakian. I don't have a U.S. passport, just a green card. So I do still I should ask you before we let you go here. Um, oh, that's before you question what, right there. Look at that. What do we got? What do we got? Do you want me to ask questions in <laughs> Japanese? Whoa. <laughs> well, um, I, you can. I probably won't understand it anymore. I, I actually. Yeah, this, is, this is one thing before we go, like I have to ask you. My wife used to speak Japanese because she used to go there for summers and everything else. Right. She used to be fluent. Now she says like she forgets everything. I'm like, how can you forget everything? And she's like, it's, it's a hard language and everything else. There's a lot of, lot of little things like it's it's difficult. So I'm like, I'm like, I always give her crap for that. I'm like, you should have kept it because she was able to actually write it too. Yeah. She was yeah, actually like, reading and write. So it's like, still in me. I can, you know, there. I I've watched some TV stuff and it comes back a little bit. So it's not gone, gone. But when you don't speak it or uh, to anybody, because my my parents are both gone and and my grandparents are both gone on my japanese side so i don't speak it any at all at all and i haven't been back to japan i don't know if you know this boots but i haven't been back since i played so do you uh, still like talk do you have any friends that you still talk to just through, through social media and stuff a few but uh i that's one of my regrets i do have a that's a regret but it's like so far out of the like it's not a place you just decide to go to you know like oh i'm gonna go head over to tokyo you know you and it, i've never gone back uh i retired in 06 i think or 607 or whatever it was or 506 yeah. and i haven't yeah. been back so we joke about that trip um but i definitely i i always thought i would set up like some kind of hockey school week man if you do let me know I'll be there every day. You know, and I said that I was, I told guys like Oli, uh, buddies of mine, like Oli Kozig and, and, and whatnot, that uh, if I set this camp up, you know, would you guys be interested in coming over and doing it? And it just kind of never has never come to fruition. And, and, and to be honest with you, with this whole Corona bullshit, you know, it's kind of yeah, put but there, man, that, but Japan is pretty, pretty smart for, for yeah. amount of people they have on a small island, they don't have as many cases. Like they're yeah. they're pretty, you know. Like it's uh, you know I always say like it's uh, people is like how is it possible? It's like the people listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I no offense to anybody, but like yeah, yeah. like people listen here. It's like you say something, ah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, it's. Well, I don't. It, it's a, that's a whole other thing, you know, political, and I try to state publicly stay away from it but you know i all i say is like uh sweden seems to be doing okay that's all yeah. i'll say <laughs> yeah, that is very true that is very true but, oh my uh, buddy asked me he's like did you have any old helmet helmets handy well, let's see i do have my old helmet handy. so maybe i have a goalie friend in sapporo that one of the person says that's good look at that all things it, it's tough you uh when you have 
do the Instagram live at the same time as your podcast. I know you just keep switching in between back and forth. You're like, I would be interesting when I listen back and do the editing for this because it's the first time I did it. I think it was really cool though, because people can actually ask some questions. I thought that was really neat. So, um, uh, Boots, make sure you tell Taylor, you know, give her my love and uh, tell her. And wait, same to your family, man. Yeah, for sure. I will. Yeah. And, um, Seriously, though, you get anything going in, in Arizona, uh, you know, pencil me in there because I need to get out of the house here and, and get up. I, I haven't been on the ice at all. <laughs> Man, you need to come. Like, I want to do some camps in the summer, so I'm trying to get ice right now. because there's. So Arizona did a pretty good thing. We, we didn't shut down. Like, Arizona didn't shut down. If there was a team, um, that if the player got messed up with the COVID or something like that, they, they just shut down the team for 14 days. Yeah, but they kept the they kept the hockey going. So like we would have like people from like Vegas, people from like uh, LA area because LA is completely shut down for a while. So yeah, it, we had like it, they they did a pretty good job with the hockey just to continue here, which was great. You know, I think compared to the other states, you know, I think uh, there was only like few states that were still you know kind of like going even throughout the you know like difficult times there. So it was, you know. did you see this, Dusty? It's like somebody has a uh, Regina Pat's card of Dusty Emu. <laughs> I would love to see those pads. I'd like to see those pillows back then. There's actually, it's 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 just over here. I have it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but someone, a fan, sent me from. They're from Illinois, I think. Uh, letter at, and with that that Regina Pat's hockey card. That is awesome. It's pretty that funny. That is awesome. So I, I what I, year was it, Dusty? What year was that? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, you can't talk anymore. You're fucking you're old too now. <laughs> <laughs> Still gonna be younger than you though. <laughs> We're old, uh, we're both older guys looking in, you know, yeah. from outside looking in, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Thanks you, thank you so much for doing this. I had so much fun, man. I really. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Thanks a lot. This was this was cool. We got to do it again. Next yeah, time we got for sure. And, yeah, Stutz did the same thing to me. Let's not wait this. You know, keep it this long next time between talks. Yeah, we always for sure get sidetracked, but uh, let's bring stay- bring both bring bring like uh, bring like me and Stutz together or something like that. That would be awesome. Or like. Well, I originally, when when I was thinking of calling you, uh, I was thought, should I do like a Boods Cal Soupy one? That would be sick. It would have been cool, but the only thing is, you're retired. I told my wife this: you're retired, and I can. My pod is different. I like to be more candid and open. Just let the conversation happen. With yeah. hockey players, <laughs> it can tend to be a little bit pre-recorded in their minds of what they can and can't say and especially during the season you know especially yeah during the season, and i didn't want to put soupy out. and cal in that pressure position if i asked them some questions uh because i want it to be uh how you and i would talk off the camera I, yeah that's kind of how i want it to be but i knew it would be more like that with you as opposed to soupy or cal or whoever i coached uh i will have them on uh but uh, I'm looking for a more of a relaxed opportunity because I know Soupy's hurt right now and I didn't want to. Yeah. What happened to him? Again? You know what? I haven't reached out body? to it. I, I, body? I think it was yeah. something to do with his legs. Uh, maybe his knee. That's what I saw. Yeah. 
But uh, he was he was playing well though. Like he was, he was playing. Good. Oh, he looked he looked great. He, he was really he looked really good. Good in his head too, in his mindset. I th- he'll be fine. I'll reach out to him and make sure he stays on the tracks. <laughs> yeah, calm him down a little bit. Calm him down. Yeah. All right, buddy. All the best. All right, man. Great to see you. Thanks for having me on this podcast. It was great. It was. Uh, uh, hopefully, people people loved it too. You know, we, people said it. thank you for that. So it was awesome. Thank you guys for jumping in on the on the live uh, live feed on Instagram. That's awesome. Appreciate that. I hope you had a good time and fun time with me and Dusty. Dusty's the man. (laughs) God bless, man. All right, send to you. All the best to your family. See you, bud. I want to thank Mr. Budai for joining me on the pod. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It's always a lot of fun when you haven't spoken with someone in a while and you get to catch up. You know, when I speak with these guys... It really reminds me how grateful I am to be doing what I do. You know, I've made some awesome friendships. I really have. So on that note, I will say sayonara. And remember, stay safe, stay connected, and God bless. Peace out.